This past week, I've been asked the same question over and over and over again. In fact, I've been asked it so many times that it made me stop and think, hmm, maybe I should record a podcast episode answering this very popular question. So here we are. From my students in cooking class business school to Instagram acquaintances to even my husband who does not work in food or marketing, people have been asking me, what's the future of online cooking classes? Well, hold on and let me go grab my crystal ball. This episode is going to be my take on that important question. All right, listeners, it's impossible to answer the question, what's the future of online cooking classes without talking about the context? Today is November 11th, 2020. And as I record this episode, we are setting a new daily record of COVID cases here in the US. We are at 140,000 new cases today across the entire nation. I bring this up because COVID has played a pretty big role in the rise of online cooking classes. You might be thinking, Cynthia, virtual cooking classes existed before COVID. Yes, that is true, but it wasn't until COVID hit that these virtual cooking classes really took off. I've talked to many culinary pros who have tried to teach online before COVID, but frankly, it was a struggle because people just weren't used to learning how to cook behind a screen. Maybe they'd watch videos on YouTube or check out some fun videos on Instagram, but to actually learn how to cook in an interactive way using Zoom, that certainly wasn't as popular as it is today. COVID really accelerated all of that and has actually opened up so many opportunities for people to teach and learn online. Okay, so what does my crystal ball say? Well, I think online cooking classes are here to stay. They're not a fad or a temporary response to COVID. In this episode, I'm going to share three big reasons why I think we'll continue to see more and more culinary pros and amateurs teach virtual cooking classes, even once COVID is behind us. So let's dive into reason number one. It is far less expensive to teach an online cooking class than it is to do so in person. And that not only benefits you, the instructor, but also your students. So let's talk about your cost savings. Well, you have lower overhead as an instructor teaching online versus offline. You don't have to worry about renting space. You don't have to buy ingredients for all of your students. You don't have to source KitchenAid mixers and other supplies for them. And you don't have to spend your money on printouts and other marketing collateral. These things all add up. Just talk to anyone who has taught in-person classes If they're listening to this, they are probably nodding their head because they know how expensive all of these things can be. Well, there's not just financial costs, but think about your time and energy too. You don't have to go try and find a physical space for your class. You don't have to travel to and from your location or do a massive trip to the grocery store to buy all of the ingredients for your students. These things all take time. They take effort. And as someone who knows what it's like to lug things around to and from events, I understand. And this sort of work cannot be underestimated. It is grueling. So not having to do that, simply having to just buy your own ingredients so that you can teach online and leave it up to your students to source their own ingredients and tools, that is a huge win. 
And speaking of your students, the fact that you aren't spending as much on your overhead generally means that you can charge a bit less for your virtual classes. And if they're less expensive, then it means it is more accessible. This is something that I personally am really excited about when I think about the online cooking space. Where I live here in the Bay Area, it is so expensive to take an in-person cooking class. It's prohibitively expensive for a lot of people. It could be more than $100 per person to take a class. And if you want to take an in-person class with your partner, that's easily a $200 night. And that doesn't include the cost of your lift to and from the class because you're probably drinking quite a bit of wine while you're cooking. Now, I love a good in-person cooking class. Don't get me wrong. I think they're fun. I think they're really special and they make a great gift. But because they are priced so high, which I understand they have to be to cover all of that overhead, there are definitely people who could benefit from culinary education who aren't getting it because they simply cannot afford these classes. So if you are an instructor, if you're looking to teach online cooking classes, just know that the virtual space has opened you up to reach more people. You've made it more accessible for people to actually learn from you. And like I mentioned earlier, that is what is so exciting to me because I do believe that culinary education is so important and it's not being taught in schools anymore. And so it is becoming a lost art. And if COVID is making it easier for us to learn how to cook again, then I am all for it. Now, I could keep going down this path, but I actually already have an episode out that talks more about this, and it's episode 18 with Eliza Martin. We had such a fun interview, and she had some really great insights on this, so be sure to check it out. Okay, to recap reason number one of why I think online cooking classes are here to stay It's because virtual classes are less expensive, not only for you, the instructor, but also for your students. And remember, I'm not just talking about money, but also the time and energy involved. When you're teaching from home or learning from home, it's just so much more convenient. Now on to reason number two. I believe that online cooking classes are way more practical and realistic than many of the in-person cooking classes out there. Now, I understand this is a very broad general statement, and there are always exceptions. But here's the thing. I'm convinced that when people learn how to cook in their own kitchen, right, they have to reach for their own spatula, open their spice drawer, actually find the things that they need while they're cooking along, it increases the likelihood that they'll actually do it again. And for most of you who are teaching online cooking classes, I'm willing to bet that your goal is to help them do just that. You actually want to spark a transformation. Maybe you teach them how easy it is to roast a chicken or how simple it is to make your own salad dressing. Maybe how to create a gorgeous charcuterie board. Whatever it is you're teaching, I know through working with many of you that you are trying to make something that seems complicated actually be accessible. And so if you can teach people while they're in their own kitchens, they have to face the realities of what they have in front of them. And frankly, it was going to happen at some point, right? Let's say that you were teaching them the same thing in a professional kitchen. Well, they'd go home and look around and wonder, oh no, I don't have the perfect kitchen aid or my knives aren't cutting as well. So in a way, you are actually giving them a more realistic opportunity to learn how to cook you are empowering them to cook in their own homes. And at the end of the day, like I just said, isn't that what you want as an instructor? 
So I actually think it's a great thing for people to cook out of their home. I think that while we definitely don't get that fun social interaction of being in an in-person cooking class and having other people around, I certainly miss that. There are some benefits to cooking in your own home. And we've seen through many of the interviews I've had on this show that people who are teaching online cooking classes are finding ways to bring that social interaction into the virtual world. So it's not exactly the same, but I actually am excited about this idea of people learning to cook in their own kitchens. It's practical, it's realistic, and it is very convenient for the instructors and for the students. Okay, now let's move to my third reason why I think we'll still be talking about online cooking classes well after COVID passes. And it's that virtual cooking classes expand your reach as an instructor. When you teach online, you have the opportunity to teach people from all over the world. No longer are you just limited to your zip code or people who live within 20 or 30 miles of your physical location. Your audience has literally grown exponentially. I mean, how exciting is that? And what that means on the other side is that there are students out there. There are so many people who are looking to learn and now can access experts across the world. So they can learn how to make things from the people who are the best at what they do, not the people who just happen to be teaching in their city. So if you are focused on Persian cuisine and you live in Canada, well, you can teach people who live in Mexico, people who live in Japan, people who live in the U.S. You aren't tied to your geography. And that is so powerful because like I said, as an instructor, that increases your reach. And as a student, as someone who's looking to take online classes, this opens up a world of possibility. Now, another benefit of teaching online that also is related to geography is that as an instructor, you can use your cooking class to bring people together who don't live in the same geography. So perhaps you have friends who are really close, but they live in different cities around the world, or you have family members who are scattered across the U.S. Well, your cooking class can be a shared experience that brings them together. I actually have some members in Cooking Class Business School who are working on cooking class concepts around this idea. The idea that you can create a private cooking class for families who are dispersed around the country or around the world or friends who want to cook together and don't live in the same city, but want to try a new recipe. And they love the idea of hiring an instructor to walk them through a meal together. And these are the use cases that I love. I believe that constraints drive creativity. I've said it before on this show, and I believe it because the constraints that we had during COVID and that we still have, right, the physical constraints of not being able to see friends and family face to face have led us to find ways to connect with one another using technology. And I think even when we are back in a world where we can hug each other, we don't have to wear masks and worry about hand sanitizer every two seconds, we'll still lean on some of these experiences to bring us closer to the people we love who may be physically in a different location. And there's another use case here. So if you're an instructor looking to teach online cooking classes, not only can you teach friends and families who are looking to gather online, but also companies. 
I want to say that I get approached daily by someone at a company or a friend of a friend who works at a company that's looking for an online cooking class instructor or a mixologist. And it's because employees are working remotely. And many of these large companies, the Facebooks, the Googles of the world, are going to continue having a remote workforce at least through the first half of next year. So these companies have to keep their employees engaged. They have to still do team building because it's even more important now that they're not seeing each other face-to-face in the office. And what that means is that they are looking for events. They're looking for virtual events, virtual happy hours, online cooking classes, ways that they can boost employee morale and have an opportunity for their teams to have some fun. And the best part is you can be the one to make it happen no matter where you are. You could be in London and teach an online cooking class to a team in San Francisco. In a pre-COVID world, I know it's hard to believe, hard to remember what that was like, but in a pre-COVID world, that probably wouldn't have happened. The company would have probably gone to a bar or maybe they would have done an in-person cooking class. But now that we know it's possible, we know that it's possible to learn from an expert across the world and really tap into something very unique and very original. I don't see how we abandon that once COVID is a thing of the past. All right. So to recap my three reasons why I think we'll continue to see more online cooking classes, even when things get back to so-called normal. Reason number one is that virtual cooking classes are far less expensive for you as the instructor, as well as your students. This makes your classes more accessible to people who would have loved to learn from you, but could not afford to take your in-person classes. Reason number two is that online cooking classes are more practical and realistic. By teaching people how to cook while they're in their own home kitchens, you are empowering them, not only with the knowledge of how to follow a recipe or how to do a certain technique, but also the ability to adapt. Maybe they don't have an ingredient. Maybe they didn't buy it. Well, you are going to show them what they can use as a substitute. And that kind of on-the-fly learning where they're really figuring it out with you, learning from their mistakes is so valuable and something that happens even more when they are in their own home kitchens. And the final reason why I am so excited for the future of online cooking classes is that it expands your reach as an instructor. You can teach people from all over the world, as well as companies that are headquartered thousands of miles away. This opens up huge opportunity for you to grow your online cooking class business. And with more and more companies sticking to a remote workforce next year and possibly beyond, there will continue to be a need for virtual team building and other activities to bring their employees together. And there's one more thing I want to add, and it's that virtual cooking classes are going to evolve. I don't think that what we have today, the format we use, the tech, the way things look and feel, I don't think that's what we're going to be working with a year from now. Already, Zoom has changed quite a bit in just the last nine months, and we're finding other platforms pop up that are specifically focused on online cooking classes. So as I continue to gaze at my crystal ball, One of the things that I'm envisioning and really hoping to see are some awesome advancements in how we deliver online cooking classes and finding ways to make them more engaging and more interactive through technology. So if you want to teach online cooking classes right now, but 
you're just waiting it out. You're thinking, well, COVID will pass. I'll get back to in-person classes shortly. I want you to ask yourself, what if you invested the time and energy to teach online today? What if online cooking classes had a life beyond COVID? It actually became something that was adopted widely and continued to grow. I hate to break it to you, but I don't have a crystal ball. But what I do think is that when we look at the facts and we see what we've learned over the past nine months, I just don't see a world where we return to normal as we experienced it before. So consider diving into online cooking classes. Think about the revenue potential you have, how it can strengthen your business and move you out of perhaps a phase where you feel stuck right now because you may not be able to do what you had done before COVID, especially if it was in the offline physical world. I invite you to embrace what's new, what feels a little bit uncomfortable, and give online cooking classes a try. I think you'll find that it is really empowering to be able to teach anywhere, anything, anytime. And probably while you're still wearing pajama pants and no one can see them. Now, I want to hear from you. What do you think the future holds for online cooking classes? I really want to hear your thoughts. So share them in our private Facebook group, The Experiential Table. As always, you can find the link to the group in our show notes. I think we have nearly 600 people in there right now. They are all super passionate about food. Many of them are culinary pros, amateurs, food marketers, you name it. So come on in and join us in the group. There's one more thing. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would be so, so grateful if you gave it a shout out and helped spread the word. Please rate, review, and subscribe to The Experiential Table. Trust me, it will go such a long way in getting this podcast into the ears of others just like you. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. And until next week, get excited to get experiential.